This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Feisty, fearless, and fair. Telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Well, Kanye West has lost it. To me, he has totally gone off the rails. And I want to hear your thoughts tonight um, as we're hearing more details, too, about this dinner that took place between Kanye West and this Nick Fuentes, this white supremacist, also another sort of extremist, Milos Yiannopoulos, who is sort of I guess, the political advisor for Kanye West. More of these details are coming out. But the more and more we hear, and Milo Yiannopoulos, in his own words, basically says, we were there to basically set up President Trump. And we wanted to, quote, make Trump's life miserable. And he had an objective. And he said, I wanted to show Trump the kind of talent that he's missing out on by allowing his terrible handlers to dictate who he can and who he can't hang out with. Those are the words from Milo Yiannopoulos, basically saying it was all one big setup against President Trump. And to me, when I hear this, I, first of all, obviously, so many people have jumped on the bandwagon condemning President Trump. I don't think he should have even met with you know, Kanye West to begin with. And I want to hear your thoughts on that because he had made some comments before that were not appropriate. And he made a whole bunch more, which we're going to get to in a moment here on the Rita Cosby show. But the more I hear the story, this clearly was a setup against President Trump. And clearly they were out to get President Trump. They went there with this sort of, you know, fake premise to basically undermine him because they were probably trying to get access to him, to talk to him for a whole bunch of months. And so this is what these sort of provocateurs did, was create this sort of scenario where Kanye West was going to go meet with him and his, quote, political advisor uh, was going to basically set Trump up and then leak the meeting and bring this other extremist, Nick Fuentes there, who said some horrible things. And as I'm hearing more and more, first of all, again, I don't think Trump should have even met with Kanye West. And after what we're going to play for you in a few moments, I think he should hopefully never talk to him again. The guy is just filled with lunacy and hate and some horrible things. He's clearly a troubled man uh, with a troubled mind. But I also now understand Basically, what President Trump was saying, that President Trump thought he was kind of helping his friend Kanye, an old friend, meeting with him. And now it sounds like he was really totally set up by these hucksters. And to me, it puts a whole different light on this scenario. First off, again, the security at Mar-a-Lago, boy, does that need to be stiffened up. You can't have these kind of characters 
play these kind of games with a former president of the United States and someone who's a current candidate for president of the United States. I mean, it's just it's way too dangerous. It's way too risky. And who knows what could happen? Uh, And you saw that they suddenly came out and leaked it. But now, as you're getting all these pieces together, shame on these people who are like, oh, well, President Trump was planning to meet with all these white supremacists. And it's like he was leading some white supremacist meeting. That clearly doesn't look like that was at all the case. And I have said from day one, everybody, I've known President Trump for a long time. Uh, He's always sort of, you know, says what he thinks. He's out there. Um, He has never expressed anything that I thought was racist. I've never heard him say anything that was anti-Semitic. And in fact, you think about when he was president of the United States, the African-American community did very well. All communities did very well um, because he wanted everybody to rise up. And it was a great economy. And African-Americans boomed. Uh, They had a great, great economy that they were experiencing. Hispanics, too. Uh, Everybody was having a great economy, basically, under President Trump. And also, in terms of anti-Semitic, I was just with President Trump at the Zionist Organization of America Gala, where he was honored. And the list of achievements that he did for the state of Israel goes on and on and on. He is absolutely, genuinely committed to Jewish causes. He's been a leader, uh, a breakthrough leader on so many ways on Jewish causes. And so to me, the way that they set this up now and manipulated it to basically do a sting, if you will, or not even a sting, just a setup of the former president, really, to me, puts this all in a whole different light for everybody's sake. I knew from my own experience with him, but now I'm sitting here hearing all this This is really bad. And to me, first off, I think Kanye West should be giving an enormous apology to this president. Kanye West is, again, on another planet. And we're going to play some comments that he had made in the last 24 hours that are just beyond reprehensible. Uh, But he owes this president a huge apology. And all these other people who are jumping on the bandwagon saying, oh, he's racist, he's anti-Semitic, he's this, he's that. Um, That's preposterous because he met with somebody who wanted his advice and then he brought these two other provocateurs and these other guys were planning this enormous setup all out of spite because President Trump wasn't meeting with them. And if anything, this bolsters Trump's comments that he didn't know what was going on. You got Milo Yiannopoulos, again, who's sort of this political director, if you will, for you know, for Kanye West saying this was all one big sort of game and this was a kind of payback because Trump wasn't allowed to kind of meet with them. So it even shows that it wasn't like willy nilly that they had free access to him. If anything, they were doing this because they were mad that they weren't able to get to the president before this. And the way they saw it was through Kanye West. And they saw it as an opportunity to grab some headlines and to undermine this president And basically somehow thought that they were going to show off their talents or something to the president. Boy, did that backfire. But if anything, it actually bolsters President, you know, President Trump's case that he didn't know who they were. And it wasn't like he was hanging out with them. And clearly they were having a hard time seeing him, even though they knew Kanye West. So it actually shows that it's not like the president freely wanted to hang out with a bunch of white supremacists 
which is what so many in the media have made this out to be. And it's just, it is preposterous. And I want to hear your thoughts tonight as we are getting more details, again, right from Milo Yiannopoulos' mouth. This is the political director, again, of Kanye West, saying, I wanted to show Trump the kind of talent that he's missing out on by allowing his terrible handlers to dictate who he can and can't hang out with. So they probably tried a whole bunch of other ways to get to President Trump, somehow to uh, have a meeting with him to curry favor. Everybody tries to get access to, you know, current and former presidents. They didn't get through the normal layers. So then they found a very creative and very kind of cutting way through Kanye West, who clearly is a troubled guy. And it's still kind of unclear if Kanye sort of knew what was going on because Kanye, boy, is on a whole other planet. And some of the things that Kanye has said, it looks like anybody could pull anything over on this guy. My gosh. This guy, first off all, his comments tonight are just downright disgusting. They're downright horrible. And the more we hear of Kanye West, Trump was right when he said he's a troubled man. Uh, who knows what he said during the meeting? He may not have said anything like this in the meeting. Um, and I'd like to also know who was present also at that dinner table. It'd be interesting to hear some more of that conversation. But now that we know it was one big sort of game and setup game by these like disgusting provocateurs, um, I think that a lot of people owe President Trump an apology. And I want to hear your thoughts about that. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Take a listen first off. Um, and I have to caution you because I think some of the language here is just downright despicable. It's reprehensible. It's shameful. And it is disgusting. Um, many of you guys know my father grew up right outside the Warsaw Ghetto. And whenever I hear somebody who, like, denies the Holocaust or anything, my skin crawls because my father physically saw the Holocaust. My father saw uh, what was going on inside the Warsaw Ghetto, trying to do everything he can to save those inside and outside. My father was a Polish freedom fighter, as many of you know. And I, to me, anytime I hear anybody who is anti-Semitic, or equate anybody to Hitler or anything like that. I just think it is one of the most disgusting, reprehensible things. But Kanye West went there today. He was on a show with Alex Jones, uh, uh, you know, ultra kind of conspiracy guy, the whole thing, as we know. Uh, but here is Kanye West with some of the rhetoric that he said in the last 24 hours, because there was an opportunity for him to redeem himself and to say, basically, no, I was taken out of context. I didn't mean any of these comments where people are calling me Kanye West anti-Semitic. You know, opportunity to kind of, you know, when you're interviewing someone, you kind of say, hey, uh, maybe you didn't mean this. Maybe you didn't mean that. Maybe you didn't. And a lot of times when you're interviewing someone, and I've interviewed a lot of people, a lot of times they go, you know, you're right. I didn't mean that, Rita. I didn't mean that, and it was taken completely out of context. I would never say that about the Jewish people. I would never make those kind of comments. This is stunning because Kanye West went there. He didn't go on any apology tour. He didn't correct himself. If anything, he doubled or quadrupled down. And here is some of the most disgusting rhetoric uh, that I have heard that should condemn the rhetoric of Kanye West for the rest of his life. Take a listen. I I see I I see good things about Hitler also. 
the Jew, I love everyone. And Jewish people are not going to tell me, you can love, um, you know, us. And you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts. And you can love what we're, you know, what we're pushing with the pornography. But this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician. You can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good. And I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. How about that one? Ari Emanuel, how you like that one? Hey, Ron, you going to do anything to fix Chicago? I don't even know what to say. I am rarely speechless, but if there's somebody out there who wants to advocate for Hitler, uh, that he has redeeming value, um, I'm sorry, that person is just disgusting. Um, that Hitler has done something great. He built highways, uh, yeah, with uh, slave labor, you know. Uh, he built it with, by the way, uh, many of the resistance fighters in Poland. If you were captured or if you were a young kid, you were forced to work on the highways. Uh, like like that's something to be bragging about, uh, using the microphone, crediting Hitler with anything that is any sense of progress to me is just so reprehensible. And what it shows to me is that Kanye West, and I've not met him, he's a loony kazoony. I use that phrase. Boy, is he off his rocker. Boy, is he troubled. And boy, does he have a wrong sense of history. Uh, this to me is just unbelievable. It's like every moment he gets more extreme and more extreme. Here is another disgusting comment from Kanye West uh, just a little bit ago. All I'm telling you is, is that just because you hate the globalists and what they're doing, and I get it. Klaus Schwab's I don't, grandfather I don't hate, I don't hate was anybody. a Nazi. I think I there's Nazis above the ADL. Yeah, but Nazis are like kind of cool. Nazis are kind of cool. Uh, somehow, you know what, uh, I missed that, uh, that lesson. You know, there is nothing cool about Nazis. Uh, here's a little bit more. I want to play cut number five. Here's a little bit more of him expanding some of his twisted rhetoric. He, you know, it's like he had a really cool outfit and stuff, and he was a really good architect. And, uh, and so you're in love with the look of it. And he didn't kill six million Jews. That's just like factually incorrect. That's Guys, so get the Ronald Reagan clip they showed me yesterday. Sorry, go ahead. Ronald Reagan said that too. Well, I think Hitler did target and kill some people. So I think, you know. I think Obama killed Palestinians. <clears throat> no, I hear you. Here, here's where I think the frustration is. And Nick, you can comment on this. And Obama was not the first black president. He was another Jewish president. First of all. Hitler probably killed more than six million Jews. It's six million that we know of. Uh, the guy was an unbelievable monster, probably the worst or one of the worst alongside Stalin in history. If you if you want to go there, there's nothing cool about his outfit. The, it is the most disgusting language that I have ever seen. And the fact that he just thinks it's OK to say it. I mean, what the heck is wrong with Kanye West? How much off his rocker is this guy? And the more you hear about it, the more you go, oh, my goodness. Uh, hopefully, President Trump will never speak to Kanye West again. I know that if I meet him, I will never say hello to Kanye West. It is the most disgusting rhetoric. And now that we're hearing also all the setup stuff, boy, these people are manipulative, too. 
1-800-848-9222. Sick Kanye West owes Trump an apology, and he owes every member of the Jewish community a major apology. This man is reprehensible. We're going to take your calls when we come back. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. little bit of Phil Collins. By the way, this is Jen's The Land of Confusion. What a perfect song for uh, Looney Kazuni, Kanye West. I'll listen to this all day long. I will never listen to a Kanye West song in my life now because that guy is just reprehensible and disgusting. You know it's bad when Alex Jones, we were saying, sounds like sort of the reasonable one compared to Kanye West. Kanye West has lost it, and his comments are disgusting. And we're also learning that this whole meeting with President Trump was one big setup by Kanye's political advisor, if you will, because he says he wants to run for president, as if anybody would ever vote for him after the comments we just heard. Uh, But this Milo Yiannopoulos said that it was all one big setup to make Trump's life miserable because people were blocking them basically from seeing Trump. So this doesn't sound like Trump couldn't wait to see any of these people. It sure just, I think, just supports Trump's claims that he was just being nice and meeting with an old friend, Kanye. And Kanye said some kooky things in the past, but this is now disgusting. Like he's now escalating. But he's been on other interviews and other comments where, you know, he's a lot more tame, if you will. And that may have been how he was against, you know, when he was sitting there talking to President Trump. And President Trump, I could see him saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to go talk to an old friend if he needs advice. Sure, you know, you come to Mar-a-Lago. Had no idea that this was one big, disgusting setup uh, by a whole bunch of people now that um, just have said reprehensible things. I don't know if anyone said anything. Well, now uh, this Nick Fuentes has said some horrible things I've learned in the last few days. I didn't know who he was either. Thank goodness. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Mike in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, beautiful South Carolina, line six. Mike, your thoughts about uh, it's shocking. Rita, I try not to miss your show or Dominic Carter, you know, or even Frank, but I'm up. But I'll tell you what. And, and by the way, by you. the way, Mike, you have good taste yeah. if, if, if you like all three of us, because I love them and I love you. Thank you. Well, all the love, Rita. And I'll tell you what, I did not realize. Wow. What your father witnessed, the Holocaust. My father, my, by the way, Michael, my father physically saw yeah. people jumping. My father told me one of the most horrific things, and I'm going to get emotional talking about this. My father was crying, telling me the story of watching the ghetto burn and watching people uh. jumping from the windows. And he told me uh. he was embarrassed as a young teenager to be alive. 
Oh and my he God. said he was trying to get guns and food to everybody in the ghetto, as many as he could as a young teenager. And he said he felt so helpless. So it, it's shameful of uh, Kanye West. It's shameful. And you know what? Um, you know, uh, the way you described it, Kanye West, you know, with his dead presidents in his music industry, he's a twisted, sick, psychotic individual to say the things he said and Nazis are kind of cool. What? And Adolf Hitler? What? You know what? They, they talk about Donald Trump, who you know very well, Rita. And they keep talking about January 6th. What about, you know, the other incidents we put up with? Arson, killing in the streets, major cities, looting, and everything else. And I, I'll end with this, uh, Rita. Uh, my dad, rest his soul. He was friends with this individual, Abe. Okay, I went to Catholic school 12 years in Rockwell Center. Okay, Abe ran a pool hall. And I'm talking to Abe one day, 50 years ago, okay? And we're talking about this and that. He rolls up his sleeve. He shows me numbers on his forearm. He was a survivor of a concentration camp, brought tears to my eyes. And anybody, anybody who has this, this devilish rhetoric, rhetoric, same with LeBron James, what he says, but not as bad as Kanye West. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And, and you said it uh, well, too, Rita. His security was very lax at Mar-a-Lago, and he owes Donald Trump, I call them the donkeys and the elephants, you know, the Democrats and the Republicans. And he's, you know, he's a donkey like Joe Biden. He owes uh, 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 Donald Trump an apology for the outrageous uh, uh, negative uh, uh, rhetoric that he had. Absolutely. And, and somehow being near the former president of the United States with two people who clearly had enormously bad intentions and clearly Kanye West brought them in this is the rita cosby show on the red apple podcast network handling legal matters is stressful so let the law offices of frank bruno jr provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve the law offices of frank bruno jr has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years they focus on elder law and estate planning but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate the law offices of frank bruno call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com that's frankbrunolaw.com frank bruno He's your numero uno. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, a very sad story coming from Yonkers, New York, where a police sergeant was killed in a multi-vehicle crash involving a bus in Westchester County, New York, and it happened today. A Yonkers police officer was killed uh, involving a bus uh, accident in Westchester County. The crash happened around 3.30, and a preliminary investigation found that the police sergeant, who was on duty driving an unmarked police vehicle, was traveling westbound on Tuckahoe Road when a BMW sedan traveling eastbound apparently lost control and crossed into the opposite lanes striking the sergeant's vehicle and a beeline bus. The officer, a 24-year veteran of the department, was the sole occupant of the unmarked vehicle. He was transported to Jacoby Medical Center in critical condition and died from his injuries a short bit later. Uh, The head of Yonkers Police Department put out a statement saying, quote, Our hearts are broken tonight. And we ask that you keep the sergeant's family 
in your thoughts and prayers. And we certainly do and appreciate his incredible service. And of course, just what a sad, sad story. The accident is now being investigated. The driver of the bus, by the way, suffered non-threatening injuries. Uh, The accident, they don't know the exact cause, uh, but they are trying to get to the bottom of it. And right now, a number of directions of the highway were also closed um, as they look and scour the scene. Well, Thank you very much to everybody there at the Yonkers Police Department. We appreciate you. We love you. And we are with you tonight. And, of course, the sergeant's family after this enormous, enormous loss. We are talking about President Trump basically being set up by a bunch of shysters who said they wanted to pull one over on him, basically make his life miserable. They wanted to send, quote, a message to him because they were unhappy that people around him were not allowing them to get access to the president. And so their payback was to sort of do this setup. And it turned out to be the dinner at Mar-a-Lago that now everybody's talking about with Kanye West and these two provocateurs who went with him, right-wing provocateur Milo Yiannopoulos, and also this Nick Fuentes, this, uh, you know, white supremacist, But it turns out it was all one big setup. Milo Yiannopoulos confirming it also and saying it was basically payback because a lot of people around Trump staff wouldn't give them access to Trump. So it certainly puts things in a whole different light. And when you hear these comments from now Kanye West, they're just reprehensible and they are just disgusting. It's just downright shocking uh, to hear that this guy who, you know, obviously is a smart man to accomplish what he's accomplished in the music industry and as a businessman. Think about, like, what he's done in his life. Uh, But anybody with half a brain would never make these comments. That's what's so astounding. It's so reprehensible, and they are disgusting. And we're talking about Kanye West's comments that he made just a few hours ago, basically praising Hitler. You're not going to believe this. Here's a little bit more. This is cut number six. And this is Kanye West. Uh, Alex Jones, again, big conspiracy theorist, tried to help him and said, hey, listen, you know, maybe these comments that people said before where you're anti-Semitic, maybe, you know, maybe they were kind of taken out of context. Well, Kanye West said, oh, no. And here's more of what he said. I I like Hitler. I I don't like Hitler. And I know you're trying to be shocking with that. I'm not trying to be shocking. I like Hitler. I do not. I the the Holocaust is not what happened. Let's look at the facts of that. And Hitler has a lot of redeeming qualities. So tell us, we you love, think we you think everyone. Hitler was the good guy in World War II? I think God says man should not kill. We should not have wars, period. None of us should be killing anybody. Ukraine and the streets of Chicago, all violence should stop. And we should all serve Christ. That's what I feel. And I feel like I love everyone accordingly from all the way from the Balenciagas to the Hitlers. To well, let me tell you a story. Hold on, hold on sir. Okay. To Ari Emanuel, to Jamie Dimon. The, uh, I mean, this is like all over the place. Talk about a deeply confused and disgusting individual after hearing this rhetoric. 1-800-848-9222. Kanye West is off his rocker, off his rails. And let's hope that President Trump never sees him again. And Kanye West owes President Trump an enormous apology 
that now people on his, quote, team, his political team, if you will, uh, if anybody wants to be a part of that team, shame on them. But somebody who was part of his team basically saying, yeah, we set up Trump because his handlers wouldn't get us close to him. And now we had to do this. That's why we kind of set him up when we went to Mar-a-Lago. Isn't that interesting? one 800 848 Let's go to Norman in Brooklyn, because Norman, you hit it on the head. Uh, you were the other night when this story broke. Um, I remember you called into the show and you said, oh, there's some stuff on this Fuentes guy. And I didn't know who he was. Most people didn't know who he was. Trump didn't know who he was. Um, Norm, what's your reaction to now everything? I mean, this is just stunning in all different well, directions. My reaction is the following. Um, uh, I believe that, look, uh, I think Kanye is crazy, but I think uh, Nick Fuentes is is definitely a racist. Uh, but Nick Fuentes needs to be investigated. They need to find there's a lot of money there and you got to follow the money. Who's backing this Nick Fuentes? Because he does like to show up. His group likes to show up at conservative rallies, at rallies, at rally, anti-mandate rallies, at pro-life rallies. And he does. And once he gets there, he all hell breaks loose. It's all havoc because it's, it's all BS. It's just a it's just a front group to like for hate. And so I, I but the thing is, is that I think and look, I have no proof of this. I don't have a canceled check from George Soros to his organization. OK, but but I believe it's the same people, the kinds of people that were very provocative on January 6th. Um, I believe these are the same people who um, it's, it, this is Antifa. This is the flip side of Antifa. And as somebody who's on the ground, I, mean, I was just at a rally yesterday, not a very successful rally, but I, but I was at a rally yesterday. This was against the uh, basically about the crypto where they had this meeting, the New York Times. So, uh, you know, I we have no money. <laughs> okay, uh, This group comes with professional flags. They come with shields. Bizarre. Um, they wear masks. They wear sunglasses. They all have the same hat which looks like a Trump hat that says America first on it. Um, they all strike me as particularly patriotic. Yeah. Um, they're all, they're all about 30 under around 30 years of age, mostly white, although they do have black members. Um, they scared the hell out of me. Well, and um, also, and thought, also what kind of person hangs out with these kind of people too? Like you just said, like who are these people mm-hmm. that hang out with uh, somebody like that? I mean, who would think somebody like that is a, a cool or a good group to be with? Right. And around them, bizarrely, my one experience dealing with this group, I actually met Nick Fuentes. I actually waited inside of his group and wanted to know. I, I was naive. I went up to his group. I went through his group and I said, hey, how come you guys ain't with us? Thinking he was this pro-Trump and right away, he was. I could see right away he was staring. I wear, when I rally, I wear a big a Jewish star on a it's, – a, it's, an, it's an old JDL aspect. It says, never again is now. And right. it's a white Jewish star on a black background. So I wear that. I noticed right away he was, like, staring at me. I said, hey, Mr. Fuentes, uh, this is me. Um, how come you're not with our group, which is the New York Freedom Rally? I said, how come – and he goes, you got to speak to your leader. She doesn't um, – she doesn't want us with them. 
I said, oh, this is okay, okay. And what I noticed was he he was him and his his little followers were like staring at me, like staring at that button, like I was gonna do a hit on him or something. But then I noticed something. Okay, it, it, not not that I'm starting to I'm realizing. Oh, maybe I'm with a bunch of Nazis here. But the the, the main thing I started noticing is that there was people standing around me with um, black sunglasses, wearing suits. Now these guys were not in their twenties. These are guys like in the forties, the fifties. So, and, you're, you're, so your point is they may be the money men is what you're saying. Like, uh, the you money know, man. that's interesting. I don't I don't know. You know what? I don't know what it was going on. But Trump, I would love to help Trump. If I could help Trump, if I could, if I they need to investigate this. I really no, we're losing know. we're losing you, Norm. Go ahead. Get back on the mic there. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yeah, now I hear you. Go ahead. Yeah, no, they, they need they need to. There needs to be an investigation of this group. Yeah, but that's just, that's an interesting point, Norm. Because you met yeah. him, you met you met this guy, um, this yeah, Fuentes. I had a, a two minutes with him. Yes, I met him outside in front of Pfizer headquarters when my group was my group, which is like good guys, right. <laughs> multicultural, multiethnic, uh, loving group of people, every age group. Okay, not central casting for uh, an Aryan Nation movie. Okay, which is what his group is. Um, well, that's why I, that's know, why I, Norm. What you got to do is you got to try to find get to the bottom of this. We'll also try to do it because it's interesting. Just like you said, first off, uh, who is funding this guy? And it'd be interesting. Was this some crazy plan of uh, this Milo Yiannopoulos and also Nick Fuentes, or is it like you said, maybe part of some grander scheme of some sort of setup? Um, I mean, we've seen a whole bunch of other things of other groups and other people trying to pull Trump in. Remember the whole Russian dossier? And I mean, there's so many of these things that have sort of like come through the years. Who knows what's tied to this? I mean, you know, we don't know. It may just be two muckrakers and two provocateurs who, um, you know, were doing a sick joke. Um, Or it may be something much more grander or widespread, if you will, Um so it'd be interesting to find out if you can find out. Uh, you let us know, but, right, but you you hit it on one, the head, one, Norm. Right, but there's one last problem. You know, the problem is is that the people in my group are a little scared of that group. I mean, they're 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 kind of frightened of that, those sort of people, and they're also a little paranoid. I mean, you know, my group's definitely you know seen the the bad experiences of what the government has done with locking us down and and, and making mandates on us. So you know, my group's a little scared of it. And frankly, I'm a little scared of this group, Rita, because they're a bunch of crazy people, and I don't know where the funding is coming from. And they could kill me. Well, and well, so listen, I'm, you know, Norm. First off, you want to be obviously very careful. You don't want to do get too much into investigative journalism. Believe me, we want you to stay safe because we love you. Um, so definitely, first off, be careful. Um, but if you do hear something, you let us know because uh, there may be who may maybe it's part of some grander scheme as as we've seen unravel with a whole bunch of other different Trump things in the past. Um, who knows uh, what's behind this? And boy, it just, you know, it looks it looks uh, just terrible. It's disgusting that they think there's something funny about that to do that to a former president, any president. Um, I would just think it's disgusting and it's dangerous. Um, And thank goodness uh, nothing happened beyond them meeting with the president. I mean, that's the thing when you think about it, like somebody like this, who's clearly these people clearly off the rocker to have access to a former president anytime. 
you know, you could bet that they got to just clamp down left and right. It sounds like they were being difficult already with uh, having them have access to the president, which is kind of new information because uh, it made it sound like, hey, anybody come on in. Um, so at least it sounds like there were some barricades and because they came with, you know, with Kanye. Uh, but boy, this is going downhill awfully quickly. His rhetoric is disgusting. And what they did and their rhetoric is also disgusting. 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. And Norm, you stay safe and keep us posted um, with whatever you hear. But definitely, first and foremost, you stay safe, my friend. Uh, let's go to Richard in Pennsylvania, line three. Richard, uh, really shocking stuff tonight. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to come at this from a little bit of a different standpoint, which is in support of Mr. Trump. I just want to. First of all, I don't belong to any private clubs. My dad belonged to a lot of them, and he liked them. Uh, I never felt comfortable in any of them, but they're very interesting places to go, like the Duquesne Club in Pittsburgh. Now, let me say this. Mr. Trump, when he went down to Palm Beach, all these elite people down there tried to stop him. They sued him. They called him all kinds of names. They try to destroy him the same way it's happening now, just from a top down instead of a bottom up angle. If you look at Conway or Connery, whatever it is, he's bottom up. These really elite people didn't want him there either. He's got to be the most enlightened, uh, decent, open minded person on earth, <laughs> uh, Donald Trump. I met him one time at a club in New York, a nightclub. He was quiet. He was walking through there, checking people out. He checked me out. He was very polite. I enjoyed his presence. He wasn't at all like what people are saying about him. I think he's a very complicated man. And I'll just close by saying this is just the the long history of perhaps the most enlightened man of America. And that's what happens. All right, Richard. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, And... I hear what you're saying because I could totally see what he said all along was that uh, Connie wanted to basically see me. I wanted, was trying to help a friend, an old friend. They are old friends. And if you listen to some of the rhetoric from Kanye, you know, in the last like few years, it wasn't this extreme by any means, you know. Um, it obviously got worse and worse and worse. And clearly now it's at its worst. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine much worse than what we're hearing now. Um, but I could see Trump saying, yeah, and then suddenly he gets set up. I mean, they're even admitting that they did it. They're bragging about it, basically, thinking it's cool. And and I just think it is so disgusting. And thank goodness nothing more happened than, than you know, conversation over dinner. And he didn't even know who this Nick Fuentes was either. That's a whole other thing, too. It's like it wasn't like uh, he was aware of the whole thing. Boy, this just sounds so completely out of touch. And when I've seen President Trump, he's had friends of all different races, creed, uh, you name it. There, there. I've, I've never seen him where he wasn't with somebody for for any reason uh, that could be deemed, you know, uh, you know, racially divisive or anything like that. Um, which is why I could totally see him saying, "Yeah, well, I'll, I'll be happy to meet my old friend Kanye. He needs trouble. Maybe I can help him and turn him around." Um, but clearly. Uh, he now has gone, obviously, way the other way. I'm not talking about Trump. I'm talking about Kanye. 1-800-848-9222. We're going to continue your calls after the break. 
big bombshells and stunning words from Kanye West and stunning revelations that it was one big setup against Trump. The Rita Cosby Show. And coming up in our next hour, we're going to continue with calls on this topic because, boy, it is stunning, the rhetoric coming from Kanye West and now these details about this big setup against President Trump that basically it was to, quote, teach him and his handlers a lesson like, how come you're blocking him from us? Well, now we know exactly why they want to block him from them. Uh, Boy, are we hearing just disgusting rhetoric uh, more and more. And I think the more we learn of it, it's obviously a security breakdown that these people even got there. But it shows that it wasn't that easy because that's why they had to come and like kind of come up and connive and do all these other things. And in many ways, it looks like Trump was an innocent victim just trying to meet his friend Kanye. So there's a lot more than meets the eye, which often is the case with these allegations against President Trump. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And also in the next hour, we're going to be talking also about the Amazon CEO saying that his company won't take down an anti-Semitic film. This was the film uh, that Brooklyn Nets guard Kyrie Irving tweeted out. Remember the link that got him in all the heyday? Well, now Amazon's saying they're not going to take it down. So maybe this is just a powerful lesson for so many people. Anything that sounds anti-Semitic, especially in films, I think they should take it down. I'm a big free speech person, but when stuff is hateful and disgusting like that, uh, that is a whole different, different matter. And also President Biden casting doubt on whether he's going to run for the White House in 2024. Asked about it, he's like, well, I don't know which may be music to the Democrats' ears and also to the Republicans' ears, to America's ears. First off, 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Frank, uh, line four. Frank, your thoughts about all this uh, with Kanye and Trump and this now big setup. Go ahead. Yeah, how are you doing? Um, Kanye, Kanye West was, wow, very, very ignorant of... Uh, of Hitler and World War Two, it's like he doesn't know. And the more he talks, the stupider he sounds. Yeah, and it's, and the more just, disgusting, yeah. Frank. Too. Like, I'm glad you can call him stupid. I just, I, I, it just makes me so angry that somebody, you know, who's a successful singer, you know, I mean, is very successful entertainer, uh, would even have, would even think that for a second, let alone proudly repeat it over and over again. It's, it's shocking. He's not really my kind of entertainer, but even like like one of my favorites, uh, Roger Waters of Pink Floyd. I mean, he, he disappoints me too with all the nonsense he says about the Ukraine war. So, um, uh, so a lot of these people are really annoying. Uh, they're very ignorant. Um, you, you know, it's funny thing like, like with the Nazis. Like when movie actors dress up dress up as Nazis, you know, even if they're doing something like The Sound of Music. Right. Um, when they dress up as Nazis, they know they're playing villains. They, they don't do it because it's cool. There's nothing cool about it. No, you're right. You're right. And that's why it's so shocking that Kanye is like that's why I think he's he's obviously ignorant to your point, uh, reprehensible, repugnant. 
Um, and also, I just think he's got some major psychiatric issues. I mean, there's clearly something really seriously going on in his head that somebody would just so kind of proudly profess it over and over again. Like, I feel like he's on the verge of like a psychotic breakdown or something because it's like getting more and more extreme. Uh, Frank, thank you very, very much. Uh, let's go to Mark, line five. Mark, your thoughts. Uh, yes, Rita. Uh, thank you for taking my call. I met you a few years ago. You're a very uh, class act. And uh, I just want to say, um, Kanye West, uh, there's an old adage that um, in Hollywood, uh, everything, that um, the bad publicity is better than none at all. Okay. And I, I kind of think this is what's going on with him. I think he has to ruffle the feathers, whatever he has to do. But um, my other thing is that uh, the media coverage was established uh, 92% against Donald Trump, 8%. And my, my question is, if you worked somewhere and 9 out of 10 people didn't like you, you wouldn't have a chance. That's a great point. And you know what? They couldn't wait to jump on the bandwagon against him. But now that the details are coming out... I think Kanye and a lot of people owe Trump one big apology. We're going to continue with your calls. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show. I am still really stunned at some of these comments that we are hearing from Kanye West, uh, a man who clearly is educated and talented. Look at look at what he's done uh, in the music industry, but clearly uh, needs a lot more education. You know, I mean, it is stunning to hear this out of anybody's mouth, especially somebody who's an successful businessman but clearly uneducated uh, when it comes to Jewish individuals and his perception of Hitler. This is disgusting. Uh, This is the guy, again, who met with President Trump, and we're learning details again that there was sort of part of this setup uh, to make Trump's life miserable, according to the political director, who is a right-wing provocateur, this Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, and also this Nick Fuentes, And they showed up because they were mad that they didn't have access to Trump before. So they found a way to go there. That's what we're learning now from Milo's own words. By the way, there are a lot of groups now that are saying that they may or may not do fundraisers at Mar-a-Lago. Maybe things will change after now we're learning more details that it was a setup. Because if you listen to a lot of people in the left-wing media, they made it sound like Trump was like, come on in. You know, have a uh, have a rally here. No problem. Whatever you want. And that clearly was not the case. I mean, they were so ready to throw Trump under the bus for anything. Um, and now uh, with tourist season in Palm Beach and Mar-a-Lago is a beautiful, gorgeous resort. They do a lot of different charity events and a whole bunch of different other things. And there are now discussions. And it looks like Salvation Army, I think, from the last report, is still planning on holding their black tie gala there. It's a beautiful property. And I don't think that charities or anybody should pull out because 
this Kanye West is clearly a troubled and a disgusting human being from what we're about to play of some of these new comments that he made. But now it also sounds like, again, it was one big setup against President Trump. Um, By the way, President Trump has also gotten some bad news in the last few hours. Uh, This is coming out from a federal appeals court. Um, So it's coming at him in every different direction these days. Um, And in a major blow, basically, to Trump, it's a three-judge panel just ruled unanimously that Florida federal judge Eileen Cannon had made a mistake in appointing that special counsel, that special master, rather, who was looking at the documents that were seized by the FBI during that raid of Mar-a-Lago. So it's like everything coming from Mar-a-Lago is like all over the place. And so now what this three-judge panel is basically saying is that even though he was the president of the United States, that is still not a circumstance extraordinary enough, which is really amazing because you would think if there's ever an exception, it's somebody who was the president of the United States. And it's with these documents They say that even a former president is not enough of a, quote, circumstance extraordinary enough to justify court intervention in such an early stage of the probe. In other words, um, at this point, early, early on, uh, that the Justice Department should have basically free reign to look at the documents that were seized at Mar-a-Lago and that a special master shouldn't be stepping in at this point. And they say, quote, the law is clear. We cannot write a law that allows any subject of a search warrant to block government investigations after the execution of a warrant. Nor can we write a rule that allows only former presidents to do so. In other words, at this point, they believe that there should not be a special master who can kind of ferret out and siphon out stuff for President Trump. Because remember, he says, listen, they took everything. They took even his passports, remember? They took so much stuff in that raid. They went so far and overreached. And now this three-judge panel overruling Judge Eileen Cannon, basically saying she made a mistake and maybe there should not be any special master whatsoever, which is not good news for Trump because he wanted that special master to be able to say, hey, that's personal stuff of the president's. That should be returned. That's personal or that has nothing to do with this. Why was this taken? And If indeed right now uh, they're trying to get her to basically, you know, uh, basically throw out her decision and saying that it was not a correct one, that there should not be any intervention. And if that's the case, they may get free reign of all those documents that were taken. And guess what? As you know, the Democrats are still in control uh, till January 3rd. They will always have access this DOJ because nobody's changing in the DOJ But if they want to, like, start expediting things and maybe issue subpoenas based on it and all that, my first thought was, it's going to be a busy December for the Department of Justice if they now feel they have free reign to go through all these documents and that nothing is stopping them. It'll be interesting to see. I bet you the Trump uh, team will appeal. Maybe this ultimately goes all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. I would not be surprised. Uh, And I actually think the Trump team has an interesting case saying it's a president and to go after it for documents. Uh, But boy, stuff is coming all over the direction and all of it from Mar-a-Lago. Wow, wow, wow. And of course, the other explosive thing is this meeting, as we know, with Kanye West, an old friend of President Trump's for years and years. Remember when Trump was uh, saying he was running for president and then early on, right after he won the presidency, remember in 2016, one of the first people who visited him at Trump Tower 
was Kanye West. Remember, it was that very famous meeting because everybody was going in and out. People were filming like, who's coming in? Who's coming out? Mitt Romney came in. He quickly got back out when Trump was like, no, I'll pass on that one. But then, remember, Kanye West showed up one day and I was like, oh, what are you doing? And at that point, the media loved him. Remember? It was like, wow, how cool. Trump's with Kanye West. Well, now there's nothing cool about Kanye West, that's for sure, because he did an interview a little bit ago and he doubled down on some of the most vile and disgusting rhetoric I think I've heard um, out of any entertainer ever. I mean, I thought I've heard some pretty bad things, but boy, is this guy over the top. Here's a little bit of him, Kanye West, in an interview earlier today. All I'm telling you is, is that just because you hate the globalists and what they're doing, and I get it, Klaus Schwab's I don't, grandfather I don't hate, I don't hate was anybody. a Nazi. I think there's Nazis above the ADL. Yeah, but Nazis are like kind of cool. Nazis are kind of cool. How reprehensible and disgusting is that? And here's a little bit more of his uh, conversation with Alex Jones. Uh, that's the right-wing provocateur. That's a nice thing I can say about him. It's the nicest thing. Uh, and he sounds more sane than Kanye West. Boy, is the world crazy. I, I, see, I, I see good things about Hitler also. The Jew, I love everyone, and Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love, um, you know, us, and you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts, and you can love what we're, you know, what we're pushing with the pornography. But this guy that invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician, you can't say out loud that this person ever did anything good, and I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. How about that one? Ari Emanuel, how you like that one? Hey, Ron, you going to do anything to fix Chicago? Really disgusting. Absolutely abhorrent. And here is actor Michael Rappaport reacting uh, like I think a lot of us feel after hearing that rhetoric. There's no coming back, scumbag Kanye West. You miserable motherfucker, gimp mask wearing motherfucker. You're sitting there talking to a person who, God forbid, your kids were in that classroom in Sandy Hook. He denied that that happened. That's where you're at. And you're bringing up the most despicable person ever and saying there's good in him in a gimp mask. You're, you're, there's, there's Holocaust. You think that Adolf Hitler wouldn't have thrown your ass in an oven or shot you in the street and not even thought twice about it, you dumb f There's no good in him. And at this point, I believe what was good in you is gone. And your mother, God rest her soul, would be ashamed of you. Your mother would have been ashamed of you and what you've become. Wow. Um, boy, I think a lot of people agree with that. It is outrageous when I hear just these reprehensible comments by Kanye West. Uh, I feel angry like Michael Rappaport. I wouldn't have used the words that needed to be bleeped out. But I uh, definitely am outraged and disgusted. And I agree with him. There is no turning back now for Kanye in terms of the rhetoric. I thought some of the comments he made before about the Jewish community were just gross um, and reprehensible. Uh, this is beyond reproach. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to uh, Meyer, uh, line five. Uh, Meyer, your thoughts about this. 
Hi. So I just wanted to start off by saying that I'm a grandchild of a Holocaust survivor who actually had the numbers on his arm from Auschwitz. Ah. So hearing anybody give any credence to these Holocaust scenarios is very personal and hurtful. By the way, th- yeah, by the way, Meyer, fun. thank you for calling up because um, it, you you come from a family of heroes. So thank you. I appreciate that. I just want to make one point, and I want to—I believe I'm giving you the feeling of the entire community at large, the Jewish community, which is that I think there's very little room to suggest that President Trump is an anti-Semite, given his support for Israel and all the good things that he's done in the past. However, the fact is that you know you're bringing up this point, saying that he was trapped and he was put into this position. He knew exactly what this person had said at the time when he invited him in. And if there was one thing that I thought was brilliant about President Trump at the time of his presidency was that all these terrorists that he took down, he made such a strong point to take away these words like mastermind, and at times he would even refuse to say their name. Because saying their name and giving them these titles only gives them a platform to be glorified and for people to be discussing them and what they've done. By inviting him in, he dignified his existence and in a way which is, which is quite powerful, knowing what he has said. Right. And, and, and although, that, although, Meyer, by the way, you know that these comments that I just played now, um, as disgusting and shocking as they are, are the worst things that I've heard Kanye West say. He said other things that were, I thought, again, reprehensible. There's, there's, you know, there's no uh, gray to it. They're just disgusting, um, but not nowhere near as like vile and vicious. It's like I, I feel like he's getting worse and worse and worse for whether it's for attention uh, or for there's a disease that he has or you know mental illness, whatever it is. Um, and still, but I agree. You heard what I said. I, I don't. I would never have met with him. I just find even even the slight bit of it, which is what we heard before, was disgusting. So I agree with you. I think he shouldn't have. But maybe there's now a moment where he can come out um, and use this to really take a strong stand. I mean, I think he has to do something now, given all these utterly outrageous, disgusting comments of Kanye West. Um, I mean, there's there's it's just so vile. What what advice would you give to President Trump now, Meyer? To come out and to say clearly, like, I don't know. He was given the opportunity. He was asked, I believe, in the past about these anti-Semitic comments that were made. And, you know, all he said was that he's got issues. That's not, you know. Oh, yeah, this is beyond it. Yeah, I agree. I I think at the time he was trying to be careful with, you know, like, you know, because they are friends. He obviously said he's a troubled man. Um, Now we're learning he's a disgusting and an incredibly troubled man after these words. But I agree. He should have been much stronger. The other ones he said he didn't know, um, which you could now 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 that we're hearing their version of the event. It sounds like he definitely didn't know them, that it was a total setup. Uh, to try to, like, you know, put these kind of reprehensible people in front of him and, and you know, somehow, uh, you know, send a message to Trump and his team uh, because they weren't giving access to them. So, I mean, on one hand, you wonder, how did he get through? If for some reason they were blocking 
people like him from coming in. You would have thought, again, there should have been a flag at Mar-a-Lago, like these people are trying to get to him. They've been trying for a few months or a few years, who knows, whatever it is. There should have definitely been something that prevented them from coming through the gates. It's a private club, um, and these people never should have been allowed there. That's obviously a huge security issue. But he says he didn't know them. He did know Kanye. But I think right now he has to really come out strong uh, and absolutely condemn these comments. Um, and it's I, because it's so far off the rocker uh, of what Kanye is saying. It's so despicable. And my heart breaks for, for you know, anybody uh, associated with the Holocaust to even hear the words of this just disgusting human being, Kanye West. Uh, Meyer, go ahead. It's just fascinating that comments like this are being made when there are still survivors around. That's just, like, I, I have, I, I personally know a woman who, is over 100 years old, and, at, you know, she's, she was in one of the camps. She actually stood face-to-face with, um, with Eichmann. Wow. And to hear comments like this, it, it's just, it's unbelievable. It is. It, it's and, beyond and, the pale. I mean, you just you take a look. General Eisenhower was no fool. And when he walked in to places like Buchenwald yep. and Auschwitz and Sobibor and all these places that, unfortunately... Uh, you know, the next generation in America doesn't even know that this place has ever existed. He, at the time, he was literally fighting a world war. And he took the time to get a photographer come down to these places because he said at the time, this is unbelievable. No one will believe this. I'll tell you an amazing story. No, and by the way, by the way, before you move on, you are absolutely correct because he said we have to make sure never, ever again. Um, Real quick, Meyer, if you could, real quick. So I, my great uncle, who passed in COVID, um, he was in a place in a, in a certain camp, and he was walked to a place called Gunskirchen, and um, he, it's from Mauthausen to Gunskirchen, which is a, a very far walk. And he told me at the time when he was in Mauthausen, he didn't have enough strength to lift his arm off the bunkers where they had squished them in, oh. and then he went on that death march from Mauthausen to Gunskirchen. And I asked him, straight up, I was sitting at the table and I asked him, how did you make it? What's that? How can you tell me that Monday you were laying on, on a slat together, squished with seven other people, and you didn't have enough strength to lift your arm? How did you walk miles and miles in the freezing cold weather with no coat, probably no shoes? I think he said he was wearing wooden shoes. How did you do it? And he looked at me, square in the eye, and he responded, I don't know. Wow. And that's really the window where these wackos like Ahmadinejad can come and say things like this because the truth is, it is unbelievable. It is. When you hear the stories, I mean, my, my grandmother, what she would say the, the conditions were when in, in Auschwitz where she said that when someone had to use the bathroom in the middle of the night, they, they were so emaciated. You're talking about people that came out of the war. They were 17, 18 years old, weighing 80 pounds. And Meyer, and um, Meyer, you may know also, um, and I haven't, my father and I went to Auschwitz, and he saw names of his friends who were taken there. So I, I hear you, and my heart breaks for you, and uh, it reminds me of how shameful these comments from Kanye West are. Uh, Meyer, thank you. First off, and again, um, I'm glad that you at least were able to hear those stories and to be able to share it with us, because 
just as Eisenhower said, never, ever again. We'll be right back, everybody. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And we are talking about Kanye West and his utterly shameful comments praising Hitler and much more. Uh, let's go to your calls. Let's go to Pamela, line three. Pamela, your thoughts about all this. I was, I was glad to hear that, that it was a setup because, it, you know, it just, I, I'm just sick of people carrying on about the whole thing truthfully, but it all connected with me and that I suddenly remembered, since I hadn't heard Milo Yiannopoulos' name mentioned in a while, I was at a book signing party a few years ago talking with Milo and Gavin McGinnis, who was the founder of the Proud Boys. And this other guy came up and was, oh, it was an, a wonderful party and a food open bar. And unfortunately, Gavin McGinnis was extremely inebriated. What, what, this, uh, sorry, Pamela, just because time's short, what's your point? Oh, well, it, oh, it's, it's always hard to be concise. But the fact that, I, well, number one, I'm very bugged by selective empathy. Um, have empathy for, for uh, Kanye West. He's, he's bipolar, diagnosed as bipolar. It, to me, it's like somebody urinating on the floor and carrying on ad nauseum about the floor being wet. The person can't help it. Gavin McGinnis was drunk. This guy interviewing him. But, was, but hang on a second, Pam. Hang on, Pam. Hold on one second. You just said have sympathy on Kanye. Um, I, by the way, um, obviously, you know, you want the best for everybody. He clearly needs to get help. But his rhetoric is so disgusting. It's so vile. It's so shameful. Uh, this is not like a troubled guy who's just kind of going around and, um, you know, uh, needs a little bit of help crawling for help. This is a man saying some of the most reprehensible, disgusting things. And this kind of rhetoric cannot be accepted in this society today, saying praising Hitler, all that stuff, he is horrible, he's despicable, he needs to be called out on it, and yeah, he needs to get help, but he doesn't need to be accepted. This is disgusting. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment, we were talking earlier uh, about Eisenhower and World War II, and now we want to pay tribute to a World War II veteran, Cliff Bennett, who celebrated his 100th birthday on Wednesday at Landings of Oregon. I love doing our Support Our Heroes segment where we honor great military members and, of course, their families. Cliff Bennett is among the more than 100,000 remaining men and women who fought in World War II. He was drafted into the Army at age 19, and he served in Normandy 
and at the Battle of the Bulge until the end of the war. Cliff earned a bronze star at Battle of the Bulge, where he said it was possibly the coldest he has ever been. Battle of the Bulge, he said the Germans had control of the bridges, so he had to cross the river to actually escape. I was in water up to my armpits on December 16th. It was freezing cold. Former Ohio State Senator Teresa Fetter attended the celebration and presented Bennett with awards. And she said, Cliff's legacy is all over the world. We are so incredibly grateful. And how beautiful that he was there to be able to see his work and obviously of all his comrades who served recognized. Bravo, bravo, bravo. And a happy 100th birthday to Cliff Bennett a member of the greatest generation. And we are talking about these reprehensible comments of Kanye West uh, as we were just talking about World War II and his comments praising Hitler and others that he made just a few hours ago uh, show to me uh, that he is a vile human being, uh, that he's clearly off his rocker and is clearly mentally unstable and uh, just repugnant in every shape or form. And clearly, this is a guy seeking attention and has an enormous amount of issues. But what he has to say is downright just repugnant. And I want to play it because it is just shameful that this is coming out of Kanye West's mouth just a few hours ago. You know, it's like he had a really cool outfit and stuff. And he was a really good architect. And, uh, and so you're in love with the with the with the with the with the, arch- the, 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 the look of it. And he didn't kill six million Jews. That's just like factually incorrect. That's Guys, so- get the Ronald Reagan clip they showed me yesterday. Sorry, go ahead. Ronald Reagan said that too. Well, I think Hitler did target and kill some people. So I think you know. I think Obama killed Palestinians. <clears throat> no, I hear you. Here, here's where I think the frustration is. And Nick, you can comment on this. And Obama was not the first black president. He was another Jewish president. Uh. Uh, just unbelievable rhetoric. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, he killed six million Jews, the most vile human being in America. Uh, you know, uh, basically the words coming out of Kanye's mouth tonight, I feel like, um, talking about the most vile human being in the world, Hitler. Uh, just disgusting, 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 and shocking. And now tonight, I think. First off, he owes an enormous apology to President Trump because it turns out what he was doing was a big setup against President Trump coming from the words of his own political advisor uh, who played this sort of game to get access to President Trump and to try to smear him, essentially. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Alice in Cincinnati. Uh, Alice, uh, I almost don't know what to say. It's just so vile when I hear that this guy's actually speaking that way, uh, shamelessly saying it. You know, it just, no one is challenging him. There's a whole cast of characters who make comments like this, and they seem to accept it, but no one is challenging him. He might have some problems, but he can't get away with it. Why are people allowing him and others to say these things? That's a great point. No, that's a great. And by the way, Alice, you know, the last caller, Pamela, was saying, oh, he's bipolar. Basically, you uh, know, uh, you know, have no. sympathy on Kanye no. because you're bipolar. No. It doesn't mean uh, you say vile things. I mean, that no. they're not they're not the same uh, traits. 
And and that's not an excuse for ex- extraordinarily repugnant behavior. He does need help. I agree with that. He's obviously a troubled, troubled man. There's no question about that. Uh, but it doesn't excuse the disgusting words that are coming out of his mouth today. No, and, you know, it's trite, but you don't say scream fire in a theater. Right. It's the same. Yes. No one is challenging him. Donald Trump could, no matter what he said, someone picked it apart. He should, this this is wrong. And where's the Secret Service? And, right, right, uh, right. And and, and that's, that's the thing that I keep going back to, Alice, like, the fact that the guy said part of the reason, not not Kanye, but his uh, political director, um, this Milo Yiannopoulos, and also the other guy, Nick Fuentes. Um, but Milo Yiannopoulos claims, OK, you know, he set up this Fuentes dinner to, you know, basically set up Trump because he couldn't get access to him and that his handlers were blocking uh, Trump from seeing people like this. Um, from, you know, hanging out with him or, or getting a chance to even say hi, and that basically they wanted to, like, get close to Trump and maybe help him or something, but his team was blocking him. So if that was the case, how could they let him into Mar-a-Lago? I mean, yeah, they came with Kanye. That's probably what happened. I'm sure that it was like, oh, they're with Kanye, and they they kind of let their guard down, which obviously was a huge mistake. Um so you can imagine there's probably massive security overhaul taking place at Mar-a-Lago right now. My goodness, Alice. And the, there are too many balls that have been dropped at Mar-a-Lago. For, when, when the FBI came in to go after these papers, that's an excuse to challenge this man. Uh, again, the staff, someone on the staff allowed people to take pictures. And this is another thing. Although, Alice, you know, in that case, you, you can't really say no when it's the FBI. They're like, uh, hi, well, I'm here. I know. You yeah. know, I mean, that's I a know. different. Uh, by the way, the one thing I did think about from a security breakdown, remember there was that Chinese woman who got onto uh, Mar-a-Lago a couple of years ago, and it turned out she had some, like, spy, you know, and she was taking pictures or trying to do some stuff. They found out about it, luckily, um, and discovered her. But so there have been some security issues there in the past, um, because obviously it's always tempting to to try to get near uh, a current or former president. But I don't blame uh, them for letting the FBI in when the FBI comes and says, hey, you know, we're coming in, um, even if it was an overreaching warrant, which I absolutely think it was. uh, You got to let the FBI in. You can't say no in that case. But. Uh, what would you? What advice would you give to Trump tonight, Alice? After hearing this from Kanye West, first off, I think he should never have any communication with him again. The, the Secret Service needs to be doing their job. Someone yeah. isn't doing their job at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, one thousand percent, Alice. One thousand yes. percent. I always love your calls, Alice. Thank you very, very much. Um, let's go to Let's go to Valeria in Florida. Go ahead. Hey, Rita, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you're there in Florida. Your thoughts about all this? Yes, uh, I voted for President Trump twice. I've worked on his campaign. I've been to Mar-a-Lago. I've spoken to him one-on-one. You talk about a setup. There's a third person in that. Her name is Karen Giorno. She worked on Trump's campaign in 2016. She worked for President Bush. She loves to brag, you know, on her social media with all her pictures. 
she picked up Kanye that night, that fateful night at the at the airport. Kanye was with Nick Fuentes because she's been giving interviews for anyone that would listen to her. And she even told Kanye, she said, Trump's going to have a fit when he finds out that you're bringing Nick, Nick Fuentes. She's one of the conspirators in this whole crazy scheme. She was the campaign manager for Laura Loomer, who was another woman that clearly should not be a representative for anyone in the United States. So let me ask and you, Laura, and let me ask you just just to stay focused on this Karen Giorno, because I, I've heard, too, right, that that she was part of this. So. Um, so you believe, even though she did work with Bush and Trump and all this other stuff, um, you believe, obviously, she was well aware who this Nick Fuentes was and kind of just went along with it. She was a provocateur type, too. And what is she saying about the whole thing? What is she what is she is she kind of, uh, you know, I don't know, um, you know, grinning about it, as it seems like Milo Yiannopoulos is and this Nick Fuentes that they embarrassed uh, President Trump and his team? She's not making a public apology, and she's been saying strange things to anyone in the media that will take her her statement. Basically, she was going to work for for Kanye to help him be the next president, even <laughs> though she wants she, she even though she wants to get invited to all of the Mar-a-Lago parties that she can get invited to. She didn't have a very high position in Trump's campaign in 2016, and she was a very polarizing lightning rod type of figure down here where a lot of people don't like her. Having said that, she was a part of this whole thing with Kanye, and she's claiming to to media people that have been interviewing her that, oh, she tried to keep Fuentes and a, a parent from the Donda Academy away from Trump so Trump could have a dinner with Kanye all alone and discuss whatever they were supposed to discuss. But then Trump being gregarious as he is, said, you know, you've got people with you. Do you want to invite them? And and Kanye said, yes. But let me just back this up, Rita. Trump could have been the hero in this situation, but now he's the zero. And I'll tell you how he could have been the hero. He could have said to Kanye, Kanye, I'm going to have a meeting with you. It's going to be very private. And we're going to discuss these things that you have been saying about I'm going to go death con on, you know, the Jewish, um, you know, cartel that's running the banking and this and that. We're going to have a private man-to-man talk about this. And I'm going to tell you my position on this based on my love of Jewish people, me working with Jewish people all my life, and my daughter converting. He should have said that to Kanye. You can come to Mar-a-Lago, but it's going to be a private meeting, and it's going to be it's going to be a mentor-protege type of meeting, okay? And we all know that Trump should have been the mentor, and he should have done done it that way, and he should have gotten right ahead of the press and and called a press conference to say. I, tr- I had a meeting with Kanye, and this is what I told him about you need to be more respectful in your grievances against people in the music industry. Yeah, by the way, Speaking by the, the way, mu- Valeria, yeah, by the way, uh, we had on the show yesterday, we had Jewish activist Cindy Gross, and she wrote a column that's been making a lot of headlines, exactly what you just said, uh, that he should have used that moment, because even at that point, Kanye had made some despicable comments. I I contend he shouldn't have even met with, uh, you know, met with him. 
um, just because I thought the comments he made before were, you know, obviously disgusting. These are beyond disgusting. Um, but you're right. He could have used it as a really powerful, teachable moment uh, and come out and said, you know, blank, blank, blank. I think, uh, sadly, because of their longstanding friendship and because there clearly was a ruse of with these other people at least going, um, that maybe Trump, you know, didn't think it was going to get out. And maybe he was trying to be respectful of Kanye, not to leak it out. Who knows, you know, what the deal was? Who knows what was said? Um, and then they turned it into something else. We don't know. Um, but I agree with you. It's a missed opportunity. And it'll be interesting to see what he says now. I haven't seen any comments from him after these utterly disgusting comments from Kanye. He's beyond a troubled man. Now he is a, a despicable, disgusting, troubled man, um, Kanye West, in terms of his comments. Valeria, great, great points. Let's go to Rose. Uh, Rose, line two, your thoughts about all this. I want to say also that don't forget that it's not only 6 million Jews that he murdered, women and children and older people, but he also murdered American soldiers, everybody that went to fight World War II. He caused, he caused World War II. Oh, he no question. Rose, Rose so no question. A lot of American deaths also. Oh, and he Rose. caused 50 million people to die, 50 million people around the world that died in World War II. No, that's a great point. That's a great point. And by the way, I'm a child of a Holocaust survivor. My father and my mother were in camps, and they all lost their parents and oh. their siblings. And uh, there's plenty of proof of that. But as she said, a good point. If, if you want to meet him, and you already meet him, convince him how wrong he is, how much good the Jewish people are doing to the world, how much we're adding to the world. He might have had a fallout with one or two that happened to be a banker or a musician or a producer, whatever it is that happens with everybody. Try to convince him if you already meet him. And maybe you should have met him and tell him, you know, to prove him how wrong he is. Yeah, I Uh, agree. I agree. Um, You know, and especially um, from your position as the daughter of Holocaust survivors, um, you know, when I hear Kanye West comments, it, it's shocking to me. It's reprehensible. Obviously, these are much I mean, more I severe. Want to a picture, excuse me, I want to show a picture that's hanging in my mother's room. She's 96, still under 20, of her parents. Innocent, beautiful-looking people in the backyard with, with uh, her parents. Just straight to take She remembers till today she's screaming at night, remembering how trucks came with Hitler's Nazis and Gestapo and everybody and pulled them out of their houses, grabbed them out of the houses with big guns in their hands and grabbed them and threw them on trucks in the back of trucks, just like that. And then three, three days on trains going to Auschwitz without food, without water, everybody dying, half the people half dead on the floor of the train when they arrived in Auschwitz. And my father having nightmares and nightmares. He lost his two brothers there and his parents there and everybody else. I mean, how can you say one good thing about a man? I, I don't understand. He must be totally nuts. Or evil. Kanye West is totally an evil, evil man. By the way, you you absolutely said it. It, It's so reprehensible. It's so shocking. And it's so evil and so like just 1000 percent nuts. Um, But it 1000 percent needs to be condemned. And and you and your family know it all too well. Um, And everybody around the world needs to condemn this just utterly disgusting rhetoric from this man. And I hope I, I hope that Trump comes out now and says something um, because these comments are just so horrible. And again, these are comments just in the last few hours. These were not comments that he made prior to a few hours ago, but these are just in the last few hours. And it is an opportunity to come out and say, 
um, that the Jewish state is such an incredible uh, fighter of freedom and the greatest ally of America. And what happened in the Holocaust must never, ever, ever, ever happen again. And nobody should be questioning it uh, in any shape or form. Um, My thoughts and prayers are with you, Rose, so much. And again, um, I said this to the other caller, but you absolutely come from a family of heroes, and we're really honored that you called. Um, And it's so important that young people learn that this is uh, just reprehensible, what this man is saying. Uh, So this doesn't ever get repeated in history again. 1-800-848-9222. I'll continue your calls after the break. The Rita Cosby Show. And you are listening to the Rita Cosby Show as we have been talking about these just reprehensible comments coming in the last few hours from Kanye West uh, praising Hitler, of all things. Uh, Obviously, he's off his rocker, uh, but obviously just repugnant and disgusting comments from this man. It's just shocking. Uh, Let's go to Denise on line four. Denise, your thoughts about this? Hi, Rita. Uh, she would allow me just to make a few points, okay? Number one, I don't think as the um, facts are unfolding that Trump needs any apology from anybody. He's a lot stronger than that, and I think he can see through the transparency of people who are willing to quickly jump ship. As far as Kanye West, I'm against the amount of media coverage and airtime that is given to garbage. People like this should be cast aside and just dismissed. And how quickly people forget that under the strength of the leadership of Trump, our country domestically and foreign policy was quite strong. So if you can't take the heat, then cower to the corrupt administration right now under the frail leadership of a, a, a possible treasonous administration and surrender to becoming a weak socialist country. So let me ask you, Denise, real quick. You believe that Trump doesn't uh, need to get an apology, that he should just move on, which no, is what? No, yeah, I think he should move on. You know what? I think he's a lot stronger than this. This sounds like a, an old, old, old women's uh, coffee clutch where everybody's giving their opinion. Oh, I think you should need this and I think you need that. I think you should do that. And I think, you know, I think that Trump is a lot stronger than that. And I think if you believe in Trump and you believe in his strength and you believe what he did for this country in the past, then get aboard and support him. Get rid of Kanye West and all this little rhetoric and little coffee clutch comments. Move on and make a decision. Do you want Trump back? Do you want your country back? Or do you want an administration like this? Finish business. It's cut and dry with me. All right, Denise. Wow. Denise, you got some fire. I love that. Uh, Great to talk to you and great to hear your perspectives. And I do think um, your point's a valid one of Trump uh, talking about it sort of brings attention back to it. On the other hand, um, the comments are just so vile and so disgusting. And clearly, as we're learning details, uh, they were trying to set up Trump. So I think he has something valid to say, too. Um, And because he is such a huge supporter of Jewish people and Israel um, on so many levels. 
um, that and he's always as one of the callers talked earlier tonight about him going after the terrorists, that it was always very clear. Um, so maybe he just needs to make one or two quick statements that are clear and move on. Just like you said, one eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Um, let's go uh, to Carlos in Yonkers, Line Eight. Carlos, your thoughts. Hello, Rita. I've called the show before. As a person with some Jewish ancestry, I'm totally disgusted by Kanye West and his comments. I have never bought any of his music or plastic sneakers and other proper and other things merchandise that he sells, and I would never buy anything from him. But at the same time, people should not feel sorry for Trump. Trump prides himself in being very smart, and his daughter is Jewish, and he has the Secret Service for life, as most as every ex-president. So he should have had the Secret Service vet and check everyone coming to Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, especially, Trump, by the way, and especially this woman, this Karen Giorno now, it sounds like, was aware that this guy, like, shame on her for bringing him to, you know, to Mar-a-Lago, too. Uh, there's, I, I agree with you because I know you're in law enforcement. There definitely was a major, major uh, security breakdown, uh, Carlos, and it definitely sounds like they were planning to set up Trump. And uh, and now we're hearing Kanye, who's like just off his rocker, beyond off his rocker. Uh, Carlos, thank you. Let's real quick go to David in L.A. Uh, you've been nice to wait for a while. Go ahead, David. About a month ago, an article came out where former Kanye staffers said that he worships Hitler and wanted to name his recent album Hitler, but was talked out of it at the last minute. I believe he's totally unraveled. Because, so, so he was able to keep his love for Hitler secret until today. So let's look. He he had every he had all his business dealings taken. For- That's no, but you know what? That's a David. Sorry, we we're closing at the end of the show. Call me tomorrow. But you're making a good point. Maybe the writing was clearly on the wall. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.